good evening, citizens. My name is Captain Ban Shattersong, captain of the Bloody Hand Mercenary Company, the meanest, greenest, toughest Navari this side of the Bay of Katazar. Today, I'd like to continue to talk about some of the other cultures within the Empire. Last time, we talked in some light detail about the Steiner, the noble, bold, warrior heroes of Wintermark. And today, I'd like to talk about their no less brave, but perhaps less imposing kinfolk. And these are the Suak. The Suak are one of the three traditions of Wintermark. The others being the Calavati, their mystics, and the Steiner, their uh, archetypal warriors. Now, according to the Scops, that all of the Suak are descended from a single mother and are the brothers and sisters of seals. Now, regardless of the uh, truth of this claim, they and their Calavisi cousins have lived in the Northwest since before written records, and perhaps even predating the Terranail Empire. They joined with the Calabasi and the Steiner to defeat the Trolls and claim the rich Alpine meadows and the shifting ice flows of Semisuak as their ancestral home. Now that war with the Trolls, as long and mighty as it is, is certainly a topic for another time. But the stereotypical Suak is shrewd, practical and cunning. They dress in the colours of the far north, ivory and grey, and their traditional garb is a tight fur coat, emblazoned with drawings and symbols of powerful creatures that they have slain, or enemies that they have overcome, and bedecked with ivory or bone decorations. In warmer climates, the coat is exchanged for tightly wrapped robes. They are always alert, anticipating danger or opportunity, and listening to the wind and watching the flight of birds. Let the Calavisi worry about the future, the Suak solve the problems in front of them, and they solve them decisively. Now, as we already know, the winter folk admire heroism and believe that it speeds a spirit's passage through the labyrinth of ages. Wintermark legends are filled with the tales of cunning Suak, who use guile to outwit their enemies, whether hunting dangerous prey through the snows of Semisuak itself with spear or bow, or tricking vain Eternals and their foolish servants. The Suak believe that heroism comes from outwitting their enemies, so that they can overcome problems through shrewd thinking, while husbanding their resources carefully. The Suak are an observant people who strive to respond quickly to changes. Their homeland is not gentle and the landscape can shift with little notice. Those that do walk the flows understand the need to place each step carefully. They listen to the song of the wind and the ice and it lets them be guided. Their dangerous land demands that they remain alert to omens, ready to adapt their path 
at a moment's notice. They still like are happy to make plans, don't get me wrong, it's uh, quite easy to get one of them tied down for drinks in Anvil. But in their legend, they never allow those plans to cause them to miss the opportunity to seize a new advantage that presents itself. More mediators were drawn from the Suak than any other tradition. The Suak are canny and frugal and know the real value of things. It is not in their tradition to waste anything though, and the greatest Suak triumphs are those that secure the greatest good for the least cost. They like to weigh the evidence before acting, and if they sense something has been missed, they make the effort to seek it out. They are not cowards, but they prefer to enter a conflict, whether on the battlefield, marketplace, or floor of the Imperial Senate, with every edge they can wield. Sometimes called the middle people, the Suak are well versed at mediating between the brash Steiner and the cautious Calavisi. Some extend this facility to arbitrate disputes between other peoples and even nations. Empress Marika is seen as a great example of the canny Suak hero, unafraid of taking unpopular yet practical action. In doing so, she saved the entire empire from bankruptcy, and worse. And perhaps because of this, many Suak are surprisingly prosperous folk who enjoy accumulating wealth. Some claim it harks back to their old need to lay down stores for winter. But before the founding of the empire, the majority of the merchants and traders that travelled from Wintermark to other lands were indeed Suaks. Most enjoy negotiation and often relish haggling and enjoy the test of wits. Wise merchants of the coast and the league have long since learned not to underestimate the acumen of the simple folk of the north. I'm sure they haven't said that in open air for those kind of ears to listen to. I'm sure that was a behind closed doors comment. The Suak have a deep understanding for the versatility of power and wealth and are surprisingly adept at wielding it to open doors, secure aid or acquire just the right weapon at just the right time. But above all, with their unique take on heroism, their ability to mediate, the Suak are cunning, a trait best exemplified by the craft of the Ice Walkers. They try to never confront a problem directly, always looking for a way to outmaneuver their opponents and turn the situation to their advantage. The great Suak hero, Phanomikan, lover of the frozen eternal Kathankane, exemplifies the idea of using cleverness and trickery to achieve heroic goals. King Ulmo was another famous trickster whose cunning was chosen over the bravery of the Steiner or the wisdom of the Calavisi when the three people united to form the nation of Wintermark. Of the three peoples, the Suak as a whole have least to do with the way. That might surprise you despite their propensity towards prosperity. But spiritual matters are often left to the Calavisi. The Suak deal with the practicalities of survival here and now. That is not to say, though, that they are 
heretical or blasphemous. They simply have better things to do. And as a, a humble mercenary captain, I can certainly sympathise and empathise with them on that account. When they think of the virtues, there are some which resonate particularly with their traditions, though. The Suak are ambitious in nature. They pride themselves on their ability to overcome problems and to change situations to their benefit. They know deep in their souls that nothing is beyond their grasp if they can just apply their cleverness. Even the scheme can be tricked if one can work out how. More than this, the ideal Suak hero embraces the words of Feinemeichen. They aspire to secure the greatest possible good for their people. A Suak leading a hunt or a war party aspires to bring every single one of their companions home safely, if at all possible. And like their cousins, the Kalavisi, the Suak also value wisdom. The Suak hero learns so that they might find ways to change the world, not for the sake of learning alone. They are alert for new law, carefully considering how it might aid them in their endeavours, and they have little time for the procrastinator or the pedagogue, preferring to understand what comes from practical experience. As hunters, they know the value of vigilance too. They are alert for danger, but also, and again, opportunity. They are ambitious after all. While the highborn may be obsessed with internal and external threats, the Suak take a more practical approach. Keeping one's eyes and ears open will not only grant forewarning of danger, but also put one in a position to be able to gain advantage for oneself and one's people. Suak have a peculiar relationship with the virtue of prosperity, as I might have alluded to ever so subtly earlier. Because as hunters, they understand that everyone must contribute to the health of a hall. But there is a widespread view amongst the Suak that hard work is not an end in itself, but rather a sign that one has not found a quicker, less arduous way to solve the problem. The farmer endures backbreaking labour to provide food that the hunter can catch in a day and then spend the rest of the week on other pursuits. Creativity not hard work is what leads to prosperity and the hunter shares their bounty with those who need it in the knowledge that those who they help today will in turn help them tomorrow now the steiner is perhaps easier to recognize with their typical heavy chainmail large rounded shields swords and perhaps some kind of decorated leather armour indeed, or taking that leather armour and placing it over the top of the chain. Certainly a fearsome and heavy sight on the battlefield. The Suak, however, are a little bit different. They'll wear sort of pale woolen robes or skins adorned with bone as we uh, discussed before. However, when they do take to the field, it's often in a role of uh, light infantry. They might be equipped with bows, a pair of swords, light leather armour, that kind of appearance. Now don't get me wrong, you certainly don't want to toss them with one of these on the front line of a shield wall, or indeed in a certain bar in a certain spot in the league. But 
typically you'll see them take up those infantry roles more similar to Navarre. However, the mentality behind their combat is still very much different to ours. Now, next time I'll talk to you a little bit more about the Calavisi, but in the meantime, if you ever feel like you're working hard and not getting anywhere, maybe you should think a little bit more like a SUAC. <laughs>